shout out to oh let me tell you about trap karaoke i just shout out to that shit whoever whoever like did that they did a damn good job and that is actually a great idea and they're going on tour right they're not really staying in one spot right so my main guest haven't showed up yet but i'm gonna go ahead and get started if they show up they show up if not if not so i'm just gonna read the rules of engagement so today the rules of engagement depending on how many participants we have show up late, maybe, maybe not. Um, when you speak about your doing business experience with other black business owners, good or bad, um, do not mention the names of those businesses or their personal or their personal names. Because it's just gonna be a freestyle session, so we're not going to put them on blast like that. Because I can't confer, I mean, it's just it's one-sided opinions, right? Um, secondly, um, you can mention if the business or the experience took place within the United States or outside of the country. Um, it might, you could say where you were at, what city, but just, like, just don't say like their personal name and their business name. Um, and when you talk about yourself and your business, tell what you want to say about it. Um, talk about your business, how long you've been in business, and if you change your business structure, um, and then if you have any business shout outs or shameless plugs. So that's eventually what we'll, uh, that's gonna be the structure for today. So I guess I'll start off with myself since I'm the only one here right now. <laughs> Cause the show must go on. So my name is Aisha. Um, I have several, I guess several different things that I do, but it wasn't until the past few years, um, I started trying to structure a business for myself but the type of person that I am, I like to try things out first before I like completely invest 100% into it. Um, I have have uh, found myself helping other people out a lot. Like for instance, um, people, something I was doing, I wasn't even thinking about what I was doing. I was just doing it. Like I've known a lot of people with businesses and I've helped them like start up their business from things like uh, graphic designs, uh, helping them set up their website, uploading stuff. Uh, taking pictures, making videos, uh, showing them how to do certain things that I had experienced doing it, or creating like um, documents or like templates. Like you might want, for instance, you're in um, filmmaking, so you might want a template uh, for a media release form, or you might want um, to structure a script breakdown sheet that's for you instead of industry standard, you know, because you don't necessarily have to do it that way. It's just a standard that they use, but when it's your own business, you can pretty much write it however you want to do it. So I've done stuff like that. And I've always like worked for other people and then done other things on the on the side. So um I guess when I've really started to venture into like doing my own business, it probably started with truck driving. I kind of got tired of dealing with the hostile environments from um people in my opinion that were in those positions because of somebody that they knew they didn't necessarily deserve those positions those positions so they were kind of disrespectful to me I felt in my license because like none of the jobs I've ever had I got because of somebody I know I've always gotten work because of what I know and um my work ethic and whether you feel some way about that or not that's not my problem I don't care and I stopped trying to be um I stopped caring about trying to be considerate of that the end, at the end of the day, I worked hard for my knowledge and my experience. So why am I the one that have to sit up here and be 
understanding about your their emotions when they're being bad bosses or just making bad business decisions when it comes to the overall business. You can always tell when a business uh is suffering from stuff like that, like nepotism, because they have a hot they have hostile work environments and every work environment is not hostile. I've literally been working for other people since I was 16, but I actually started making money on my own probably before I was like seven. I had like a paper route before I went to um walk to school every morning. So I've been making money for a long time. I've been doing business for a long time. Um, and I've been in service for a long time since I was a kid because I've, you know, that, that foundation's been with me since I was younger. I used to take care of other people's kids. I used to take care of kids. I used to sell penny candy at the store. Like I used to do all kinds of things that was business oriented without even really knowing it. So that's part of my structure. So I want to talk about the, one of the experiences that I've had, I've had a lot. <laughs> so um, my, I find myself when I'm about to spend money on things, I want to spend money with black business owners first. For the simple fact, like I said, I've been doing business for people and with other people for a long time. And I see the unspoken acts that go on against um, people who look like me or uh, resemble me, you know, women, men, whatever. And they don't talk about it, but I see these things, you know what I mean? So I'll, if I got to spend my money first, I'm always going to try to look for um, a black own business to spend it with them first. If I can't find them, then I start, I might look for like a women-owned business and spend my money with them and then, you know, everyone else. That's just how I move. Um, regardless of the bad experiences that I've had, it's not going to stop me from wanting to do business with Black people, but it, it does make me set standards, I guess. So I'm going to tell you about the uh, the experience that I had. I I had, um so I, I've been drawing since I was a kid, I actually probably stopped when I was in maybe the 10th grade. But up until that point, I was so good of a drawer and very detailed, just freehand drawing that I can draw you. That's how well I used to draw. My granny died sometime when I was in probably seventh or eighth grade. I was going through a lot my fresh, my 10th grade, sophomore year in high school. So I just kind of stopped drawing and I haven't really drawn since then, um, but I started when I was in elementary drawing. So from elementary up until the 10th grade, my skills were just like, I, I just paid attention to detail. I was a lot calmer then. I, I, um, I spent a lot of time alone. So I think all those things mattered when it came to me and that skill. Also, I was always copying, like if I see a, a picture of a frog or a bird, I'm drawing that picture of the frog and the bird. I wanted to be able to create original art and create my own art. And the only way really to do that was to stop drawing too. So that's another reason why I had stopped drawing because uh, now that I've picked back up my pen, because um, that's what I draw on pen, then I might, I'm just now using color pencils. But um, now that I pick back up my pen, I'm drawing my own art, right? So I kind of asked for it. I'm, I mean, I'm mad because I can't draw as well as I used to, but I am getting what I want because that is what I asked for, right? So um, anyways, I have the ability to create graphic designs that I like, you understand? I have the ability to edit videos. I have the ability to record music and mix it because there's some between the years of 2008 and 2010, I was mixing music. So I understand what goes into that. I, I stopped doing it. But I understand what goes into it. And I was good at one point. So I have the ability to do these things. I appreciate, I don't have a problem with spending money on these services because I understand the time and work that goes into it. Now we're going to sit that aside. 
Now there was this um, this individual whom I met through someone else. I was cool with the person. I vibed with the person that I met. Me and that individual had conversations that we talked. Um, hold on. Say this is me at my best. Um, me and this individual. Sorry, somebody. I invited like several people. You know how you know how we are. Anyways, <laughs> so anyways, I invited, I mean, um, because of this one individual that I was cool with, because me and him, we used to talk, like, we used to talk on the phone about all kinds of shit, and that's one of the things, like, I'm a quiet person when I'm, like, at work or in places I don't know, but, like, if I'm cool with you and I vibe with you, I'll have a long-ass conversation with you. We could talk about what the fuck ever, and it's, and it's about business or whatever. Like, I like having conversations, but we would talk sometimes. Now, I don't know, like, you get me going, I'm a roll. He was just cool. You know what I mean? I wasn't looking at him in a sexual way. Me and him never even met in person other than probably like two or three times. And all of those times it had something to do with filming videos or at the studio recording something. Okay. So because of him, when it came time to me to spend some money for something, and sometimes I was just like, you know what? I feel like spending money. I feel like giving some money away. I'm going to do it to a black owned business. Um, I want the one of his, somebody that was cool with him or affiliated with him I'm like I need a logo and like I told you I can do this shit myself you feel me so one of the things I'm not gonna tolerate from anybody regardless of who you are is your attitude or your arrogance or you feeling like I need you to do something for me it's unnecessary like even if even if that was the case I'm a paying customer there's no need for you to come at me that way I'm a paying customer. You're supposed to treat me with a level of respect because I'm a paying customer. It doesn't matter if some chick that you know don't like me and they tell you they don't like me for something because I assure you, I work and I go home. That's all I ever do. I make money and I go home. If it don't have anything to do with business, I'm usually not out and about fucking around because that's not, I don't like to do that. I don't, I, I'm not going to do that. You know what I mean? I don't like doing it. Like to me, making money, doing my business, that's fun to me. So you might be like, I want to go to the club. I want to get some drink. I want to go party. I want to go do this. All of that shit might be funny. Me doing business, thinking about business, thinking of new ways to do things. All of that stuff is fun to me. So that's what I do. So I'm not trying to hang out. If it's not business, there's no need for you to like contact me like that or come at me any other kind of way. So anyways... I wasn't like completely satisfied with the results, but we agreed on a number. That's $50. I paid him the $50, even though I wasn't satisfied with the artwork that he had gave me. Um, but I could tell that, um, well, I'm thinking that he actually like drew it and didn't just find some templates or something. I didn't like the drawing that he did. I don't know if he was trying to throw shade or something or just fuck with me or whatever. But anyway, that, that's bad. Cause like, for instance, if I had used that picture and I put it up, you know, what I, what I didn't have to do was say who did it. Right. But like what I was always told, cause when I was in, um, I'm sorry, when I was in high school, I started braiding hair for other people before that I used to do my own hair. And then people kept asking me, who do you hear? Who do you hear? And I started doing hair for uh, other people, but like I was cheap. I charged like this was back in the early 2000s, right? And I was in um, the ATL at that time. I would braid like all the little neighborhood kids' hair, some of them for free, most of them for free. Like they needed hair done. They were just running around. I would do their hair for free. 
Um, some people I would bring for five dollars. Some people like I was just a cheap person. I didn't have no license. I did it because I liked that. I used to put designs in. I used to just be freestyling stuff all the time. I had a lot of business. My, most of my business was word of mouth. Other people referring other people to me. I had customers who would tip me sixty plus dollars because I did such a good job. You know, um, and that's all I did. From the outside looking in, there might have been people. People was always coming in and out of the house. And I'm a young chick, and mostly dudes, so they wanted them braids. But back then, I, I, Island, Iron, Iris and braids was like a hot thing back then. So I understand that some people might have thought I was like doing some prostitution shit or whatever because they saw dudes coming in and out. But literally, I'm going to give you a scenario. One time I had a guy sitting down, and I was doing his hair. And um, another guy came, and he wanted his hair did. And I'm like, well, I'm doing something. He's like, I'll wait. Like they used to wait for me to get done. I had a guy come over another time. I started on his hand. I'm like, when my customer get here, you got to get up. And that's what happened. He'll get up, wait, leave or come back. And then I'll finish his hair when I'm done with my customer. You, you feel me? Like I, it was, a, it was rotate. I used to make a minimum $300 a day doing hair and I was cheap. Like I had made so much money back then that the local barbershop owner came, knocked on my door one day and I thought he was a I thought he was somebody that referred him and he was trying to get me to bring my business to his shop. So I I learned something then back I learned I learned a lot back then. I was only in high school and that was probably really my first official business and I didn't even I didn't know what I had back then. You understand? I didn't know what I had. So here I am today and you know I know what I'm capable of. I know what I can do. It don't matter if I spend one dollar on hundred dollars or a thousand dollars in your business. I'm your customer. You don't need to be treat me with anything less than respect. So, the guy was kind of low key disrespectful, but I ain't say nothing because, like I said, I'm cool with his partner, and I ain't gonna say nothing. I, I, how can you say something about that, anyways, right? Because it's hard. It's hard to prove that. It's really just my interpretation of your attitude towards me. And they're not going to admit to that. So I'm not going to say nothing, but I'm not going to spend my money with you no more either. So three months later, I'm a truck driver. I was driving down the, um, I was actually coming back from Minnesota. Was it Minnesota? I don't know. I think I was on the turnpike in Kansas, pulling a, pulling a freaking drive van, 53 foot trailer, weighing about almost 80,000. And I'm driving. I'm trying to, I'm at the end of my run. I'm trying to get back home. You feel me? And I had my headset on. And somebody called me and I'm thinking it's one of my kids because they really, they really the only people who call me. Like nobody calls me like that. Like I'm not on my phone like that, you know? Um, so I'm thinking it's one of my kids and I'm over the road. I think it's one of my children calling me. So I pick up the phone. Well, I, you know, I answer the phone on my headset and then some, somebody was like, uh, some female. And she like, you know, such and such. Now, mind you, it's been months, months, months have passed. And I said, such and such. I honestly didn't know who the F she was talking about. I'm like, I don't know nobody by that name. And she's like, yeah, you do. You sent them a message on Instagram. And I was like, I don't send nobody no damn messages on Instagram neither like that. You know what I mean? If I'm reaching out to anybody on Instagram, I'm like, yo, I got a casting call, this, this, and that. It's business. You feel me? I'm not inboxing nobody trying to, trying to do nothing with them. You feel me? So she, um, she was like, well, y'all had a conversation. You said this and he said that. And I was like, that, I said, that don't even sound like something I would say. I was like, what was, 
when was this? She's like, it don't matter when it was. I said, yeah, because I actually don't even be, like at the time I wasn't even on social media like that. I might jump on every couple of months, post a post here or whatever, and then jump off. Like I wasn't, like I was on this stuff all day, every day, because I'm, I work. Like I'm not, that's, I work outside of social media. So I don't have time to be on social media like that. You feel me? So she was like, yeah. So I, I think he might have, he might have said something that I didn't take in a sexual way. If he was flirting, I didn't take it that way. I took it as a joke. But I don't even remember what it was and she couldn't tell me. She was just like, um, something, something. I said, that don't even make no sense. I said, and if that was a conversation, then it was probably just joking or something. Mind you, most of the people that I converse with are, are guys because I work in a male-dominated industry and it's not, I know it's going to be dudes out there to say, oh, the dude talking to you, he's trying to bang. That's how you think. All men don't think that way. And them aren't the type of men that I communicate with. And them definitely ain't the type of men that I keep in contact with over the years. They're sitting here trying to bang. Because people have other things going on. Black folks, we have other things going on in our mind other than trying to bang. Like you talking about business investments, trying to learn something, trying to figure out how to get the license. If I you trying to get a license or experience in something that I've done. And you're a guy, I'm telling, like, literally some of the guys that I spoke to, because I was a crane operator at a point, I was a rigger at some point, and some of them working out there in the field, and it ain't that they can't do these jobs, it's just, these jobs take up so much of our time, we don't have time to go to school, study for these licenses, and go take them. So I've done a lot of things, and this is mainly a reason why a lot of guys keep in contact with me, because I have a knowledge, and I have not, a lot of knowledge and experience. I have knowledge as being a rigger. And actually doing it, not just book knowledge. I actually been in the field doing these things. And I'm sitting here saying, hey, this might work better for you because of the type of work that you do. You will be able to accomplish this with this. Like, that's really all it is in our conversations. I'm like, and I want to see you make it because people attack me when I come into some of those situations. And um, I'm, I'm just telling them what to look out for. You feel me? So it ain't about sex with the guys that I keep in contact with. And if I feel like you're that type of guy, I'm not trying to keep in contact with you because you're wasting my time. Like, I'm not, go get one of them chicks that's about that. I'm not one of them chicks that's about that. You feel me? Like, I'm not going to waste my time. Like, life is more important than sex to me. I don't I don't care about sex. Sex is, you put it on the pedestal, not, more, not me. But anyway, back to her. I'm sidetracking. I'm sorry. So she um, she just kept going in. I'm like, I'm like, bitch, I'm at work. I'm making money. I don't know what you're talking about. You need to go talk to your man. And she was just like, no, I need to talk to you. Boo -boo. And I'm like, no. I said, no, you don't. I'm like, at the end of the day, even if I was doing something with your man, you can't check me. You ain't got the power to check me. You can't tell me nothing. Like, you don't, it don't make no sense for you to sit up here and try to hold me accountable for something that your man did to you. I don't have a relationship with you. I'm not obligated to you. And, th and this is what I'm sitting here talking to her about. I'm saying, so me and her ain't had shit. I said, he ain't even my, I, like, I honestly thought this dude was fucking gay. I didn't even know he had a fucking wife. One, and it didn't matter because I wasn't trying to holler at him. And if I was, he wouldn't be the type of dude that I would holler at. I'm not attracted to that type. Okay? So I don't know if he more serious than what he is, but he wasn't serious enough for me to want to be attracted to him. And we were just doing business. So that's my thing. If you, you think that, having that type of relationship like not no trust in your relationship can affect your business it can't because yes i am one person but 
you don't think that I can go tell my story about you in your business and what your spouse did. And you don't think other people might think twice about doing business with you. So you only allowed to do business with guys. There's men and women in this industry that have money that that's business oriented and want to do business, but don't nobody want to do business with somebody that has drama and toxicity attached to them, not on purpose because it's bad for business. You understand? So Yes, having a toxic relationship, which probably brought on by you. If you're out here dipping and diving like that, you bring it in on yourself. You're going to bring that on yourself. But, you know, for her as a female, like she pissed me off and I might have said some shit like, because she kept fucking calling back. And I'm like, nigga, this, I don't remember talking to him. I don't even remember having that conversation. Honestly, I don't even know if it was her. Like real talk, it could have been his brother and some people trying to, create some drama and make it seem like I'm this person that I'm not because um, a lot of people, I found out a lot of people like do that behind the scenes. They, they, they've done it towards me for whatever reason, because it might be some dude that I've known a while ago that I ain't want to, I ain't want to mess with. So he go around spread rumors cause he's cool. And he got these connections with certain people, but I'm like, that don't hurt me because if they going to treat me a certain way because of what he say, and they didn't find out for themselves, or that I've known, I've shown you, I haven't shown you what he said. And if you still want to believe what he says, that you're too weak for me to even want to be involved with you in the business anyway. I don't want to be involved with you because you're a backstabber for me. You're not loyal to me. You're lame to me. That's that's how I'm going to look at it. I don't care if everybody in your circle, like you're a real one. You're not a real one to me because you've had some type of encounter with me and I have not acted that way. And I have not treated you that way. I've been nothing but respectful and I do nothing but good business and I have excellent work history, work ethic, I'll say work history. So for you to sit here and allow somebody or your loyalty to a friend and not even question that when I'm showing you something different, why would I want you to be involved with me or part of my circle? I don't. So good business. I'm sorry for rambling. I just hope that it is informative and educational for you um, about that. So here's my shameless plug. <laughs> so I came across this artist named, um, what's his name? I don't know how I came across him. It might've been off uh, Twitter or something, another post. And I'm like, oh, let me, you know, I'll just do this. I start fishing on pages and stuff. And then I seen that he did music. It was actually something else that I had seen in a, like a funny video or something. And then I listened to the song. I didn't necessarily like the beat, but I heard his, uh, I ain't like the beginning of the beat, but I heard, what he was talking about and I felt like it was real so I like it um the stuff I write is real I'm just basing it off my life life now if you translate my music into some she trying to be hard or some street stuff I have nothing to do with it that's how you translate it I've never been in the game never been part of the game I'm not I'm not in the streets I have experiences with all kind of people and I talk about what I want to talk about in my music have you translate if you're not listening like I'm not like I'm, I get it because I've I've sat here and had conversations with somebody and they repeated back to me something that I did not say so I'll go to like write this like this is why I might send your ass a fucking text or an email because I'm like y'all motherfuckers hear what you want to say so I'm gonna send the text and the re email and then you can go back later when you've calmed your mind and your body down and read it and even like oh she didn't say that you took it that way are you trying to put stuff there that wasn't there? 
So that's why I'll do that. So my song, my if my songs and you feel like, oh, you trying to be hard, I have nothing to do with if you feel like I'm trying to be hard. Honestly, you probably feel like everybody that's not you is trying to be hard. What is trying to be hard? Me, me what? Not you, what you think I'm not going to defend myself? You think that I think that you don't bleed the same way I do? Everybody bleeds. Every fucking body. Everybody, anybody could be touched. Everybody bleeds. So that's 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 an immature thing to say to somebody. Oh, they think they're trying to be hard. Cause so you think only people who have aggression and anger and that can display that is somebody who was in the game. And if you ain't in the game and if you display your your emotions for a situation that you went through, you're trying to be hard. I, it ain't making sense to me. It don't make sense to me. I guess in the group of people you hang out with, it makes sense to me. I don't know. I don't care. But, you know, the things that I've been through, like, I know I'm a strong person mentally, physically. I know I'm a strong person because I've done things. You don't know what I've done. You don't know what I've been through. I know what I've accomplished. It don't matter what I'm doing today. You can't take away none of the things that I've done in my past. Yes, I did. And I'm going to be proud of it because. I had people telling me I couldn't do it. It wasn't going to happen. Or they were going to make sure I couldn't do it. I've had I've had people that were so-called cool with me tell me that, oh, we're going to make sure you don't uh, be successful in music. A, a, a guy that I used to um, mess around with in high school, he told me that. He said, oh, I love you, but I'm, you ain't going to make it. And I'm like, they don't love me. Why would you Why would you spend your resources on trying to stop me from making it? Like, what's... What's wrong with me? And then you don't even know how I want to make it. You don't know what I want to do. You just don't want me to be successful. Or you want to be the one, the reason for my success. Baby, I've already been successful. It don't, like I said, it don't matter what I'm doing right now. I've accomplished every goal that I've set for myself without support from anybody. I'm already successful. Die today or tomorrow. I am already successful. You cannot take that away from me. You, you know what I'm saying? Don't let that. And that's why I post the things that I po post. I don't want you to, because I know how they can be. They want to sit here and slowly try to uh, uh, attach their negativity to you and tell them you, you can't do things. And a lot of times these people do this because they want you to buy into this, this idea that, it, that that only has power because you're giving it power. You have the power. Or because they were afraid to try these things when they were younger or they allowed people to convince them not to do these things. So they're, they're going to turn around and do to you. Like some people have that mentality. I'm due to you. What was done to me? That's not how you bring about, bring about change. I understand that not everybody is uh, racist and hateful, but I also understand that as a black person or a person of color, or however you, uh, African descent, however you want to classify me that makes you feel comfortable. Being that type of person, I understand I don't have the luxury to not take things serious. I don't have the luxury to sit over here and act like certain things are not happening when they're happening. I have the right to sit here and have morals and values. I have the right to sit here and say, oh, that guy is a pedophile. I'm not doing business with him. Oh, that guy is sexist. Because see, I've experienced these things. I'm not doing business with him and anybody that supports him. I, I'm nothing. I'm, I'm not, I don't have no huge platform. But I still don't have to accept 
would you accept and would everybody else to accept or act like it ain't nothing? I have a problem with it. I have children. I like my children. So for me to support somebody like that, knowing that they like that, that means I love my children to me. So I can't do it because I've, how, how you think your kid would feel if you still cool with the person that violated them, that disrespected them, you understand? So when you out here doing business as a person of color or African descent or black American, whatever you want to call yourself, we don't have the luxury to overlook these things. The choices that we make are molding the foundation for the next generation. So we have to be, we have to, we have to set some standards for ourselves. We have to hold each other accountable. We have to hold ourselves accountable. We have to lead by example, even if you don't want to, you have to lead by example. You know what I mean? Like, I, like I used to tell some of my friends, now I don't care um, if you, if you, if you hoeing and that's what you're doing with, I don't care for, but don't be doing that shit in front of your fucking kids. You know, you know, wait till them motherfuckers turn 25 or 18 or something. Get the fuck up. Like, don't do that shit in front of them. Like, show them it's another way. Show them it's another way. So when they get of age and they start doing these things, they can't sit here and be like, man, I did this because that's what I saw my parents do. Show them as another way. If you if you doing this stuff and you don't like it, why would you teach it to your child? Because oh, that's what I'm gonna do. You have the power to change the way that um, you look at things, the way you see things, the way you teach. You have the power to do those things. I believe in you. I do. But anyways, um, thank you for uh stopping by. I'm gonna keep plugging y'all with my shameless plugs. 